there. Episode Hello. 557. Susie five, five, and Sarah seven. here. Susie and Sarah. Greetings. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing okay. For real? You know, just live, laugh, loving over here. For real? No. <laughs> are you hashtag blessed? I mean, I am hashtag blessed. Yeah, but I do think we should take this opportunity to discourage people from... Well, I guess it's, you know, to each their own. But I really hate word art. Oh, Susie, (laughs) let me tell you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I mean... Talk about word art for a second. I don't want to be mean because I know a lot of people, it really helps them, like, stay positive and stuff. So I don't want to be mean about it. Does it, it, though? Does it, though? (laughs) Well, in their head. Like, that's how they think of it. It's a reminder. I don't think that... I think it's one of those things like people think it helps them more than it does. I well, think it's subtly sure. painting the or subtly sending the message to your brain that things aren't okay, right? <laughs> I mean, I think so. Yeah. It's but like, like uh, I feel like these people are fragile, so I can't be as harsh as I would normally. But like, yeah. You know, there was actually a TikTok. Did you see that guy that was going around Of course his mom's I did. House? No, yeah. it was his sister's house. Oh, and it was just like words everywhere. Yeah, he's like, this is so dumb. Here's, here's, here, I'm going to say something that okay. I, I, I don't want to offend people who have this in their house. Yeah. But, but. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> but, but. I feel like what it is, is safe art. Oh, yeah, yeah. It feels like when you, when you can't, yeah. you know, I can't decide on an image that, that I like or like a style for my house, but I do know I believe in living, laughing, and loving. So <laughs> I'm going to put that right above my couch. And it's yes. just like easy. It feels like if you don't know what to do stylistically or, or interior decorating wise, it's a safe option. Yeah, Am because I right? there's no nuance or vagueness about it if like this sign says hope (laughs) you don't have to interpret it or figure out like what does this represent correct they just oh it's hope and it's explicit hope just one (laughs) my mom has tons of them you know a lot of moms do Uh uh-huh but i'm not into it yeah i'm not and you know what i think too is is I feel like as somebody who went heavy in the um, slogan T-shirts and uh, you know wor- tattoos of phrases oh. on my body, I was like, "Oh, okay, I gotta like, you know, I, I'm familiar." That's with, true. With, that is a similar. Yeah, impulse. and I remember, and I absolutely had such a strong impulse to uh, like adorn my body with messages of like you know love conquers all and action's nice. not words it's and so it is nice. it's wonderful it totally is but then at a certain point i was like i i'm like a greeting card over here like i like oh, i look no. silly i like so many i had to incorporate more drawings because i was just you know writing things that i believe which is fine that's why i started doing okay. it in latin because i was like eh, no. <laughs> yeah right well right i mean it feels a little more distance then mm-hmm. but like wh- let's use you as a test case when you were getting those tattoos um did you have that thing that i said where people it's like a way for them to be reminded to like yes. live in a certain way so you, that's yes. what you were doing totally and i remember when i got the actions not words one that was when i had what's it say uh 
actions, not words. It says acta non verba, which is ah, actions, yeah. not mm-hmm. words in Latin on the back of my neck. And which is silly that I put all, I put the ones that are words in places that I can't even see it. Yeah. So it feels just like the only buddy, the only person who gets to enjoy that is anybody standing behind me in line. Yeah. Um, which is fine. And somebody who understands Latin. Uh, <laughs> right. You know, so very uh, specific. It's crap. niche. <laughs> yeah, niche market. But uh, uh, yeah, I remember having that thought of, uh, of th- like, it was at a time where I had, at summer camp, set the personal goal for myself to finish what I start. Okay. So, That's nice. you know, yeah. And my big one was school. I felt like I was never, ever, ever, ever going to finish my undergrad degree. I no joke was in, was, I mean, I was on the tenure track. And not like tenure, <laughs> oh like 10 year track. Right. right. <laughs> you, know? you were just taking um, it real slow. Yeah, well, because I I kept on getting cast on challenges, and so mm-hmm. I would do I would I would and I had to work I had to work to I I paid yeah. for college I mean right. I was in junior college and I you know until I went to Cal State Long Beach but I was putting myself through school and so I was always working part time or going yeah. to school part time mm-hmm. and it just took forever and you so know this was like your way so to remind like, yourself finish what you start. You know that you need to finish this. You know that you need to do finish this in order to do the things that you want to do. And so it was my reminder for that. It was like I'm, I'm, it was an outward symbol to represent an inward goal. And, uh, <laughs> yes. And so. Well, I, that's oh, what gosh, all I'm, these word art things are, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what's safer if you're just getting it as a sign on hanging on your wall. And, <laughs> right. You know, Mm-hmm. But for some reason, that feels worse to me. I don't know why. Yeah, I do. I am very excited. Well, it's probably right around the time where this episode is going to come out that Halloween is almost over, which means all of these uh, adorable witchy and like psychicy tarot style signs that I do approve of are going to be on sale. And everybody else oh. is like, "Oh, I'm done with this theme," and I'm like, "Oh, I'm decorating my house with this forever." So you buy you buy Halloween yes <laughs> decor for year round yes correct do you really what are you in the market uh, 100%. for one hundred percent I am in the market for well it depends on like what the decor is you know I'm very mm-hmm. picky like I loved Michaels a while back um, did like a uh, you know they do like themes every year or like little oh I didn't know you that. know so like this year they're they're really into like the the palm reading psychic like tarot card style mm-hmm. stuff so there's a, so I'm really into that but a couple of years ago there was like a mad scientist like laboratory thing in fact I think I got Adam one of the the uh, like beaker it was like a oh. propagation station mm-hmm. where you it was like little beakers and you know I gave it to him to throw plants in but it was Halloween decorations from Michaels do you remember the genesis of when you really became passionate about the dark arts ah i love that you say that and i call that <laughs> it's so funny it's uh i i think uh, it when you grow up with a mom like mine yeah this this was part it comes of naturally it does it is it is i mean my mom is doing quote unquote witchy stuff <laughs> you know in march so right. it was like, we were like, you know, going to like seances and ceremonies and like, 
Wiccan parties, dancing (laughs) in the moonlight, naked from when we were young. It was like no big deal. So, so Mm. I think, I, I think I embraced, it's weird. I feel like now (laughs) as an adult, I am embracing it even more because I feel like I don't care if people judge me now. Yeah. Right. You know, I saw this, there's this TikTok that's out there of this woman saying, I love the style for um, how everybody over the age of 30 has thrown uh, fashion trends out the window and is yeah. just dressing like the badass uh, high school like version of themselves that they wanted to be in high school. Yeah, I like and that too. I'm like, yep, fucking accurate. That is a 100% what <laughs> I am doing. I am wearing all the clothes that I wanted to wear. In fact, I can like... Ma- wear the exact same outfit from, you know, when I was in junior <laughs> high and like, I love it. I'm just, yeah. I mean, do you love it though as much as you love dad grass? Oh, well, <laughs> I mean, I don't think so. I don't think Sarah's so. Sarah's new favorite thing and mine, frankly, it's the best. Dad grass is so good. So remember, we've <sighs> even talked about this on the show, how like back in the sixties and stuff, when people would smoke a joint, it would be very mild. Yes. And then I don't it know It would what be happened. chill, cool yes. vibes, relax, hang out. Yes. It smoke was just a casual. J, have a funny cigarette. <laughs> have some wacky tobacco. Have some wacky tobacco. And then now everything's too crazy and so you get people like smoking a joint and then they get a bag of cheetos and roll around in the kitchen and call 911 because it's ridiculous i no joke have gone to the the place i'm like give me your weakest stuff because i'm not i need to like be a functioning human and i'm just looking to like mellow out in the evening yes and now we can thanks to dad grass which is maybe our favorite partner of all time (laughs) no Susie, i (laughs) love this i'll definitely it's, say it's the it's the partner that i am most excited to use at the end of my day um dad grass is legal organic yes. smokable hemp that will relax your body mellow your mind they have very very low thc and very high cbd so you can yes. enjoy the effects of cbd while keeping a clear head not yes. call 911 Right. It's basically like just having a glass of wine or something. It's just like chilling out. And it's um, all Dadgrass products are federally legal for ages 21 and over. And it ships right to your door anywhere in the U.S. So even if you think, oh, we can't have that in our state. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Like, what? This is so cool. Yes. And you know, like, I'm going to go ahead and say, okay, I feel cool when I'm doing this. Yeah, me too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm like hanging out on my balcony, smoking, a watching jay. the sunset, <clears throat> listening to some tunes, smoking my dad grass. Yeah, <laughs> and right now that's dad grass the dream. Is offering listeners twenty percent off your first order when you go to dadgrass.com/braincandy. Go to dadgrass.com/braincandy for twenty percent off your first order. That's dadgrass.com/braincandy. Yes, so good. Gosh, when it arrived at my and the packaging, God, so it really too. does make me feel cool. I'm, like, I, like, I, I'm super into that. It's like listen to fucking chic. Fleetwood Mac yes. and, and enjoy some dead oh, oh, come on, with my full witchy vibes over here, this is this is yeah, one step closer it. to Stevie Nicks. 
Yeah, that's what I'm aiming for. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So yes, the dark arts, uh, the, uh, the, <laughs> the dark, arts. the dark, it's really funny. Yeah. I, uh, you know, and I, I will say that my recent, I, I, I don't know what it is, Suze, but I have done a lot of reflecting recently yeah. on my own, um, interests, wants, needs, desires yeah in relationships love it and you know i i took well one of the things that started this is i took this uh basically like how kinky are you test that's Mm -hmm. uh uh i i'll say it's more it's like coming from almost like an academic perspective like the it's it's a a Research where they're gathering data from a whole bunch of different people and it's with the purpose of like looking at human sexuality and preferences and kink and things like that. Yeah. And so it felt it felt like a legit test. Sure. And then I got the results and I was like, holy crap, I definitely have preferences. And why do I, you know, not like I have to, it has to be crazy every time, but like it, it feels like why am I not just enjoying that and like why do I like there's still a lot of shame around the things that I like Mm -hmm. and I think recently I've done a lot of I've I've got some books and I did some reading and I kind of pushed back and asked why I feel those feelings of shame and kind of unpacked that a little bit yeah and I kind of got to the place of yeah I don't need to feel like that and I can what it's fine okay so how does this translate for you? Just being more open about your taste? Yeah, being. But then I I run into the the issue. It's like interesting because you know, uh, uh, I feel like I can counsel somebody else or help somebody else in in this situation. But when it comes to like my own stuff, I I get all like nervous and I get like mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, and talk about a universal. A human experience. Yeah. Like we are all very much, much better at seeing someone else and like how they could be freer and happier. But then when it's us, we fuck it all up. When I was little, I remember I cut out this. I remember to this day, I was making my mom a Mother's Day card and I cut out, I was like collaging and, and I made her like, I don't know, it was like a collage. And one of the things that I cut out was this phrase little poem and a magazine i remember to this day and i don't know why i felt the need to put this on her mother's day gift i feel like this was a subtle message but i said <laughs> it said how perfect are our how perfect our eyesight our vision how true we see all too clearly what others should do huh and i well, just that is feel the like truth it is the truth and, you know, because I think I was trying to say, Mom, quit pointing the finger at me yeah. when you do all the same <laughs> shit. You were so tweeting little, like, your mom. Six, yeah, I totally was. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I, I mean, it's kind of like one of those. And I, I you know, you're, we're always just self-critical. And, and in my mind, I was like, you know, what does this mean? Does this mean, like, you hate to, to play into that, like, oh, she's got daddy issues kind of thing. But it's mm-hmm. not that. And I've realized that a lot of, in my exploration and understanding what, I enjoy. I've learned that I uh, really like being tied up, and I think it's because I have ADHD. Oh, okay. So well, I started just, looking just into speak- that, and that is true. 
to speak just briefly about that daddy issues thing, that yeah. really bothers me that like yes. if a woman enjoys having oh. sex, then it's seen as like pathological and, and there needs to be some, you know, origin story of why she actually wants it. That's yeah. so provincial and uh, puritanical and sexist and gross. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. But anyway, oh, sorry. And it's like, I, yeah, no, I love that. I'm, it's so important for you to say that. And I feel like I totally understand that. But then when it's like we put it through our own filter of our own experience and our own criticism of like self-judgment and all that stuff, it's like, oh, you know, we can be, I don't know, not as, as understanding or compassionate or, or. Yeah, because you, know. you all this time just accepted this cultural narrative that, oh, it must be because I don't have a good relationship with my dad that I'm into these more, you know, provocative sexual things. And then I had people in the past who told me, uh, you know, exes who said when I talked about the things that I liked, pointed the, like, said, well, this is why, and would use that, almost weaponize that and say, like, you know, things, well, and that's what people do, especially like narcissists. When you open up to them and you share something, they can often weaponize those things later in like well, a that's fight. Well, true, yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. I think those kind of things were weaponized and used against me when, you know, oh, you, you. You're somehow mm. defective. Yeah. Yeah. And now I really understand that it's absolutely not, that's not the case at all. And it is, you know, I think also in my mind, I've gotten a good understanding of the difference between the sexual side of it and the, what it does for my mind and the kind of place that it puts my mind in this, you know, what am I really looking for? I'm looking for an intimate connection. I'm looking to be able to really trust trust yeah. oh totally <clears throat> and like get out of my head and mm-hmm. since so much of you know even with a trauma past i have disassociated and i like kind of go somewhere else in my mind but being uh you know engaging in more like kink sex or not even sex like it's not like the actual sex it's almost like what comes before puts me in a mental space that makes me very very present and makes it so I don't disassociate and I don't go to those places in my mind and I can actually really be there and that feels so good that it gets me all you know excited and going and then that makes me want to have sex so it's not even like the the act that like mm. the the bondage or the the role play or whatever is the like that's not the thing that is like the turn on it's the surrendering it's the you know that trust and that vulnerability that yeah. does something to me and then that feels so good that it in turn makes me like feel ready to have sex well, Sarah has learned about her sexuality. And if you are interested in learning about your fertility, which is yes. not altogether unrelated, <laughs> you mm-hmm. might ha- be someone who could use modern fertility, which is a fantastic way for you to see what's going on in your body, what's going on with your ovaries and your uterus and your womb, and uh, find out if you have any red flags or anything. And you can do it just from the comfort of your house. You take this little tiny pinprick on your finger, 
send it in, and they're able to test it and then send you your results for a fraction of the price of what you would pay the doctors. Yes. What is not to love about that? Oh, everything's to love. You can, you can find out your hormone levels, how many eggs you have, all that stuff that otherwise is very mysterious and or expensive. Um, and right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash brainkinney. That means your test will cost $139 instead of the several hundred or even a thousand plus dollars it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash brainkinney, modernfertility.com slash brainkinney. And Sarah, I interrupted you. You were saying like the tying up stuff somehow relates to ADHD. Yeah. What is that? How is that related? So, uh, you know, this is interesting because since, you know, how I uh, found my new uh, found love for TikTok and how that TikTok (laughs) algorithm can make it so you are seeing things that are so specific to your interests that I, um, there happens to be, you know, in like the Venn diagram of ADHD and kink, there's Mm -hmm. a lot of overlap. And it, and also in the books that I was reading about this, it discusses this too, that People who are people who have ADHD and who are very easily distracted or overstimulated need to uh, that that the being almost like con- like containing that energy or being forced to hold still get it's 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 like. It forces you to be in this place that I, the only word that comes to mind is really like release and like surrender that mm. you, that it slows me down and it probably wouldn't have an effect on so strong on somebody that didn't have ADHD, but I really notice it, that it calms me down. Like even when I do it to myself, like if I'm like, can't go to bed, I'm like, oh, let me just like wrap myself up real tight. And then... Mm-hmm. <sighs> and you, and I, it like calms me down. It's almost like a weighted blanket or like a, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. Right. That makes sense. And even in the, the act of, uh, like tying myself up, you have to be very slow and methodical and careful and, um, uh, you know, um, precise and you can't rush it. And I think everything else in my entire life, I rush. So, you know, it, it was interesting that I, I feel like it's something that, you know, they say that women come into their sexual prime, like in their forties or late thirties, forties. Yeah, for sure. Maybe that's Mm -hmm. it. Maybe it's like, we just learn to understand ourselves and like quit denying these things that, that, you know, whatever it is we want. Mm -hmm. And so I've softened to a lot of like, uh, you know, and any sort of kink shaming that I've done in the past or or any hint to that, I uh, uh, profusely apologize for and, Mm. and take back because all of it, I understand now. And I Mm -hmm. think in like in context and in the right environments. And the other thing I love is in the kink community, there's more consent and respect for uh, women, for uh, just 
I, I see more feminism. I see more like the males are are like totally oh. um, like not engaging in toxic masculinity. I have never seen more consent and talk about like healthy talk about consent ever. I love it. I was reading this article with Dan Savage, you know, the Savage Love Yes, oh, yes. And he was answering questions about his, like, 30-year career. And Mm -hmm. he was saying how, like, when he first got started, he felt like it was such a good fit because he's a gay man. Mm -hmm. And in the gay community, you you have to talk about your preferences and, like, how it's going to go. Like, there's just more of a discussion beforehand. Yes. And that more than straight people. And so it really lent itself to being able to communicate these things that sometimes make people uncomfortable. And it sounds like that's what you're dealing with because you have to talk about the, what the rules are and stuff beforehand. Where's the line? What are your safe words? Which sounds like a silly thing. We like make a joke out of the words, but like for real, what you, you want to like negotiate things. What's the aftercare afterwards? Like, you Does know, anyone pick their safe word as no? I don't think you'd want to. It wouldn't be as fun. I was thinking about what mine would be. I've never, it. I've never. Oh, I don't think you would forget it. What if you did? And then you like, they just really weren't convinced that you wanted to you stop. Totally, you totally would not forget. I think I've decided <laughs> on mine. And the word I've come up with is umbrella. <laughs> I That's don't true. know why. I would not forget umbrella. It was like it like popped in my head the other night. I was as I was like reading this whole book and like it's talking about, you know, how to like mentally prep for this or whatevs. And mm. and uh you know, just get yourself in the right headspace. And you know, cuz you don't want to be doing any sort of uh I know role playing we'll call it that. If, you know, for example, you're not in a good <laughs> mental space you're like fighting with your partner whatever it may be you know so there are kind of like sort of outlines or guidelines or rules to make it so you have the best experience with the least amount of unintended kind of emotional consequences and if we went into every sexual act like that uh Mm -hmm. we'd be having way better sex with way less of like the you know that feeling of like ah I need to take a shower. Mm-hmm. I'm dirty on the inside. Ah, you know. Well, like, are you in the market for suitors or what's? I am. Okay. I'm in the market for suitors. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Single I, ready to mingle. Single ready to mingle. Okay. I have had some wonderful messages from people setting me up, like wanting to set me up with their um, not married lesbian friends. So Good. thank you so much for that. Finally. Calling all lesbians. Um, yeah. Here are some things that I would like. I like, I would, they, they do need to be over 30. I am okay. so grateful for the young, adorable 24 year olds who have been <laughs> sliding oh my into my DMs. You guys are cute, but you are too young for me, ladies. Okay. That's and a deal breaker for you. That is a deal breaker. That is too young. The ten year age gap with women, I think, especially, and you know, <clears throat> I like. They're more on my. I think I could date an older woman, but younger one. No. Yeah. When, okay. I would like over thirty, but yeah, and uh, they definitely need to be. Um, uh, they don't necessarily need to be a top, but they definitely need to be a, a dominant. I don't even know what that means. What would a top be with two women? Um, if you mean a strap on, yeah. Oh, okay. Could be. Could, or like do all lesbians yeah. do that? No, 
Okay, not all of I them. just, I really don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and why, why, how would you, unless you talk about it or unless you, <laughs> you know, there's so much to know. And Wait, the so difference you say to, you do want to top? I don't mind being switched as far as the um, who's top and who's bottom, but I am not dominant. Oh, okay. Got it. Yes. Okay. So there, there's a lot. I've also learned there are a lot of categories. Yeah, in I don't the know how anyone world. finds a good oh, match. Well, that's why this test is so. Well, the quiz was so great. To Does it tell down. you like, I who you would so be good matched with? It that would set, be great. Well, you can kind of you can almost take the the test and fold it in half. Yeah, and there's a match mm-hmm. for each. You know, like yeah, it's the, like symmetrical. Yeah, like yeah. the the. Oh, what is what is the one that I discovered? I would have never guessed that I had, but I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's a fucking thing. Um, what do they call it? A primal kink. I was like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, what that is, is that? A, okay. So, but totally makes sense. Um, if you get turned on by the idea of being, oh my god, this is going to sound so weird, but people are going to connect to this if they know what I'm talking about. Okay. Of being chased in the woods, maybe. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Being caught and then you're the prey and they're the predator. Okay, that's your that's what you're into. That I mean, I didn't that know concept. that I was, I but see. then like as soon as I thought about it, I was like, "Holy fuck, yes!" Okay, like, so they that would be you primal kink. So that yeah, that is one okay. of the that was one that was so like the the pre, like a predator almost like the predator and prey are kind of like the the pair in that mm-hmm. okay you know so yeah. i am more of the prey i'm not the predator i'm okay. like the i'm gonna run away and but chase me Ooh. chase me i hope you, you can know. find your predator <laughs> right it's like and then what else did i find out that there's so this is when i wanted to i wanted to to run by you and see get your thoughts on because this is uh uh getting a little bit of pushback in the um TikTok kink community. So there is, Stop I know it's so funny. Kink community. It's no, funny that's what time. you call it. I'm going to totally keep saying it. It's the best. Um, so there is this, this new, I don't, it's probably not new, but just newly named, um, like, uh, attempt to, or I guess it's an attempt to establish this as a term in, I'm going to say it again, the kink community. <laughs> um, but it's called a praise kink. Oh, and, it is, uh, some people consider this to be like sexually unconventional and mm. it's a par- somebody who really enjoys their partner praising them and like, <laughs> you've been such a good girl, that kind of thing. And it's funny because one of the, the type of person who really enjoys this is often labeled as a, uh, gifted and talented burnout. <laughs> Yeah, that's like every gifted and talented burnout I've ever met. Yep, I know. And it's like somebody who used to be like a gifted and talented child who's and grown up just and to like clap for them. Yeah, and now like yes, mm-hmm. and now that's exactly it. And there's like a whole kink community of people who enjoy pray and like you can find this online where it's just like people praising you for like things like. <clears throat> Make sure you drink your water. Okay, good girl. And I'm like, oh, oh I love Lord it. Have mercy. Right. Okay. What? See, what's wrong with me? No, 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 <laughs> no. 
Well, I'll tell you. But first, I have to tell you why I love HelloFresh, which I do. Oh, I love um, that. I have found it to be so helpful, especially when we're getting into fall and schedules are really crazy with kids back in school, if you have kids or other commitments. And HelloFresh really helps save time for you because they send you the recipes and ingredients so you don't have to meal prep, you don't have to go shopping for all that stuff. And one thing I really love is that it's over 30% cheaper than grocery stores. So you might think, oh, I don't know if I can afford that. No, you can. For sure, you won't (laughs) throw your food away. Yeah, you're going to get just what you need and then you can customize it if you have you know, more people on one day or whatever. You can customize it to the size and plan and food preference that you need that day or whatever week. Yes. It's just a really nice solution because everybody's so freaking busy. Oh, um, gosh, it takes the thinking out of it. I loved it. I, I finished a really busy day, and I was like, man, I really need to make some food. Oh, I hope this doesn't take too long. Prep time, five minutes. Oh, my gosh. It took me about seven because I'm ADD. But <laughs> Well, and like she said, they have quick and easy meals. Like It's a whole category, so you can choose those yes. if you don't have a lot of time. Go to HelloFresh.com com slash braincandy14 and use code braincandy14 for up to 14 uh, free meals, including free shipping. That's hellofresh.com slash braincandy14 and code braincandy14 for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping. Um, No, I love praise too, Sarah. So I'm definitely not criticizing that. You know how like when you picture somebody that fits that description and like they're annoying... So the person that I'm thinking of, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. that guy, you know? So, because uh-huh. like, it's like they didn't do it, not you, but this right. person didn't do anything with their life, but then wants everyone to keep clapping. Uh-huh. I yeah. see. But yeah. I, I think you deserve a nice round of applause. This is, yeah. I feel like this is almost for like the, the perfectionists, like the women who uh, uh, are the kind of were the kind of little girl who would write out the paper, the essay that they were going to turn in, but they didn't like the handwriting, so they crumpled it all up and would write the whole thing out again so it would look perfect. Or used multiple colors of markers to make their notes look really visually pretty so that it would be nice and perfect and everything had to be exact. And And do you think that's why they burnt out? Yes. Yeah. I think, well, it's part of it, yeah. And I think that... That high expectations of self, high expectations of others, disappointment in others not living up to those expectations, mm-hmm. and disappointment in the self not living up to those expectations. So then when you're in a situation where, where it's like a big turn on to have somebody uh, – to basically live up to somebody's expectations and have somebody remind you of that. It's like, oh, God, that's so good. It feels so good. <laughs> like I heard recently that you want the things – that you didn't get when you were a child. So it makes sense. I want discipline and... <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, you know. Right. Okay. Rules and And for someone to be... Take care of you and be dominant. Yeah. Like, you don't have to do anything. Yeah. I mean, like, the... the I, where do I find somebody who is turned on at the idea of, like... Like, I want to be told what to do, but only when I agree to be told what to do. Don't tell me what to do if I didn't agree to this. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Well, like, I, 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 it might be hard to find that person. I know. But like, I want somebody who, like, gets turned on at the idea of, like, uh, telling me that I have to have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And if I don't eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I'm in trouble. 
And I don't know what that trouble means, but they do. <laughs> well, I know a this exists. So I'm going to. I think so too. Believe that you're going to find the perfect match. Yeah. The desire. unfortunate thing is, every book that I read says, and I've read three, so it's not like I'm like a library over here. But uh, uh, they, they all say that this is not. This is something that you know, like you. You bring up at a similar time to like an agreement of monogamy, you know? So it's like, you can't lead with that. And I feel like that's the part where I'm like, ah, I mean, I have to like go on stupid dates with like people who like wouldn't be down for (sighs) my kinky lifestyle. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know where I'm going to find this person, but (laughs) you know, sounds like you're going to find him on TikTok in the kink community. I, I, you know, I was, I was also thinking that, that like, (laughs) That does happen. Yeah. Yeah. Why and not? I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like, gosh, I feel like I want to go. This is going to sound crazy. I can't even believe I'm admitting this on a podcast, but whatevs, I don't care. Um, uh, I feel like I want to go to one of those like fetish clubs, like kink clubs. Whoa, really? To just check it out. On your own? <sighs> Well, who do I go with? I know. Don't you have like any kink friends that you have? I do. I have like one. Yeah. Is it a he or a she? It's a, it's, it's a, a couple. Oh. Yeah. That, that could be, they could be, they could be interested in like down for that. Maybe. I mean, you can go alone. I just would feel yeah. nervous personally. I mean, I feel nervous no matter what. I feel nervous talking about it. <laughs> you know, I can feel nervous. Yeah, for sure. But I feel mm-hmm. like if it, you know, when you, when you're, I just had this thought of like, I, I like to follow these accounts. I like to look at this. I like to, like, I, in my mind, I'm like, oh man, I really wish that I could do that. So why don't I, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like we should all be like that. Like, you know, if you watch, if you follow like, uh, you know, somebody who does really cool yoga handstands and you're like, oh man, I really, I want to, I can't, I wish I could do that. Just <clears throat> fucking do it. Go learn, mm-hmm. practice, try. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Just do it. So, you know, I'm not getting any younger over here. <laughs> I gotta like, Take advantage while, while, you know. Well, the getting's good. Well, the getting's good while I still look good in, in my Tuesday sacrifice outfits. <laughs> or I'm like an old lady who, who wants to do this and, okay. and there's no time left. So we'll see. I, I, I don't know if I'll, if I'll, but yeah. Just, well, you know, interesting thing to, I just want to encourage everybody to, to like let their freak flag fly. <laughs> and I want to encourage them to try Miro because I freaking love it. It's a collaborative whiteboarding online platform. Mm. And it's so handy because you can visualize and discuss and share the work that you and your colleagues or you and your family are creating. And it's just like an app on your phone. So like they can add stuff and then you add stuff. And it just is like a whiteboard. I love which it. Which I love in real life and also digitally. Yes. Um, and so you guys should try it because a lot of people are trying to navigate this new, like work from home or work from the office, but it's weird. And so any kind of tool like this can help you get organized. Then I say, give it a whirl. 
Um, Miro is creating a revolution in how we create and collaborate. So join the over 20 million users today. You can sign up and use Miro today for free. Go to Miro, that's M-I-R-O dot com slash brain candy to start your free account. Sign up today. Take advantage of three free whiteboards with this exclusive offer. Go to Miro, M-I-R-O dot com slash brain candy and start using Miro today. There's no reason to delay. Yes. All right. What else? Yeah. So that's my, there was was one, you know, because I did want to give you guys some facts or some, you know, so you can like go away rather than me just like telling, getting on here to use this as therapy. Um, (laughs) But I did hear an interesting explanation of the difference between, and helpful because we talk about this kind of stuff on the show a lot, the difference between a fetish and a kink. Oh, okay. I thought they were synonyms. I did too, but they are not. So um, a kink is something that you add to sex or that you engage in but you that makes uh the intimate act more enjoyable for you but you don't necessarily need it in order Mm. to get off a fetish is something that you need in order to get off what yes so if you have a foot fetish you really can't get off without feet i didn't know that I didn't know that either. Those people are crazy. Right. Well, it makes sense now that we know about the area of the brain that that they need that, that that is an element that they need in order to reach, uh, what what would you like? Climax. Climax. That's Mm -hmm. the word I was looking for. Mm -hmm. Thank you. In order to reach climax, they need, they need the, now I'm sure a kink can become a fetish if you engage in it and that becomes like the, the the default means that you achieve arousal. Mm -hmm. But if we're talking about like, if we were talking about this, you know, academically, or if we were using these terms correctly, then that is uh, the difference. I can't believe that. Yeah. Look at, look at, I didn't think that anything was sort of like mandatory in that way. Like even a vagina or a peanut, like to, to require it in order ah, to... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. Huh. I have to that think is, about that. Yeah, I do have to think about that too now that you say that. That... That seems like so real like, severe. Yeah. It's kind of also saying that there's a default normal. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting to me. Yeah, right. Yeah. I have questions. Huh. I do too. <laughs> um, you know, uh, there. We also had some questions, or I shouldn't say we, but uh, some people of the 4-H club down in. I think this happened in Nebraska or something. But there was a little kid who uh, was doing a kind of like a science fair project, and um, he was a member of the 4-H club, and he was really into. Con- collecting bugs and different animal specimens and then, you know, talking about them and researching them and showing them off at the little 4-H club meetings. And (laughs) he found this little bug that looked really interesting, had some cool colors, and he did some research on it and found out what it was, took it to the 4-H club meeting, and then it raised a whole bunch of alarms because he discovered an extremely invasive species that is now sweeping the United States and killing the trees. The lantern one? Yes! Ugh. I'm so Susie! Me too! <laughs> They're so pretty though. I know! You gotta step what on What is them. that about? 
Oh, you have to say. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. I know. They're so big. But they're in. Oh, they're encouraging us to kill it. <laughs> yes, you have to. In fact, the New York Times had an article that said, if you see oh this bug, God. step on it. Kill it. Yeah. I can't. I'm like freaking out right now. Like, yeah. I know that, that it's it's the bug or the trees, and I always choose the trees, mm. but. Well, did it say oh, like how it got here? Oh. Where is it from? Oh, it. I didn't. I didn't see that and say it didn't say where it was from or it probably did I just didn't read it in there but I know that it's it's been primarily in just one part of the United States but this was 850 they found this one 850 miles away from I guess the next place where there was a the closest I don't know other report of this and they did not think it was going to get like spread that far that it was like way out yeah. of the quarantine area they have like it's quarantine a quarantine area it's yeah, a, I did not know. Locally, they'll say before you go to another state, you should check your car and make sure there's no oh. eggs or whatever. Because oh. then it'll go to that state. Oh my god, that freak! <laughs> doesn't that freak you out? Yeah, because nobody's doing that. Nobody's checking their car. So no. then these are are they just going to take over our country? Is this going to be our undoing? Kind of. It's going to be Facebook I mean, or that. Oh. Gosh, that was a crazy the other. six hours when Facebook and, <clears throat> and and Instagram went down. Yeah. Yeah, and I was really bummed because I was like, oh, this is my week where I have all these planned witchy posts. I can't have this happen. <laughs> wow. That's rock bottom. <laughs> my God. Did that not actually cross your mind? Well, th- yeah. For, when I, because I, I posted the photo in the before, like, you know, it was like on automatic, like, you know, it posts in the morning and mm-hmm. I posted the photo and then I went to go look at it and it like wouldn't load. And I was like, what the heck? You're I'm upset. never good at, at like being on the ball with, you know, posting at the right time and like doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm like doing my homework and the teacher didn't ask to collect it is what just happened. <laughs> and I was like, what right. the hell? Yeah. But it was funny. There were, I got a message from a couple people who, uh, uh, had my picture as the the picture like the the one that yeah, they the saved that, up, like yeah. the one that they had to look at all day long. Mm-hmm. So I, they were laughing at that. They're like, ah, oh, every time I opened my phone, it was just your picture there right there is. all day Tuesday long. Like, oh, sorry, it's okay if you never like anything else I post for the next year. <laughs> it's fair trade off, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's what did you think when that happened? I did you? This was it great? Yeah, so did my mom. My mom was like ho- on holiday. She's like, yay! comes back i do i really did hope it never came back especially yeah. facebook but Me really too. All of it, our lives would improve it would but then like how would i i would still have tiktok for my kink community oh god <laughs> you have totally gone off the deep end for sure mm-hmm. i'm it's the it's the tiktok algorithm they just put exact exactly what it's like so relatable. I'm like, oh my God, they're talking to me. It's, I love it. Um, okay, let me think. What else did I want to talk to you about? Um, oh, other crazy news. How about that oil spill in Orange County? You sad. Oh, Why do they keep well, spilling I mean, oil? I'm always sad when there's an oil spill. I, I'm all, of course, I'm like so devastated. But, you know, I kind of feel like the snooty people in Newport who are like, eh, my beachfront property, eh, I'm not going to wear my mask, eh, Huntington Beach, eh, you know, are like, well, now you don't get to go in the water. 
<laughs> like well, not like sure. not Gross. like it's like karma for them because that's horrible because it's the animals who suffer and the planet who suffers. But you know, I just feel like we have a lot of new. Like the the Earth was mad at Huntington Beach. I was super stoked about that friggin' eagle that got loose in Pittsburgh from the aviary. <gasps> what we have the national aviary here. And, cool. Um, they accidentally let this fucking eagle out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was so huge and like they had to find it and then find a way to get it back and oh my um, gosh it was and hide and go seek with an eagle it was roosting right here i live right a, a mile away from a park and it was roosting in the park and so i was oh, like wow. lincoln we have got to keep our eye out because if you see it you're supposed to call this number and then they come and get it if they can um but anyway they finally got it and it's back home, and I'm just like that little rascal. I love that guy, Cody. I love I love an animal escape story. Me too. I really do. Like, like it was. It really tested my loyalties because yes. I I really don't love like zoo culture or captivity period. Uh, but mm-hmm. yet, for some reason, I was rooting for them to find him. I guess because I thought he would be lonely and like, <laughs> oh, he would be lonely. <laughs> well, because but he probably was so happy. He when was, he was out, like yeah. free, just free bird, a free bird. <clears throat> but it's a sea eagle. It wasn't a bald eagle. A sea so eagle. I really don't that think he would so. enjoy it here very long. Yeah. He needs to head for the waters. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, but anyway. uh, how do you go about catching a bird? There's like a video. That? It's amazing how they did it. Do they throw a blanket on him? No, I imagine them throwing a blanket. A net. Okay. It was like a, a freaking cartoon dog know. catcher type of net. Yeah. And they, Oh, that poor guy. I know. They caught it in that net and but still, I, I can you imagine trying to catch an eagle? No. <laughs> right. No. That's crazy. Catching any kind of animal that doesn't want to be caught is always something. Maybe he's and like hilarious. a primal kink though. He's no, I, just, I, I needed a kink <laughs> reference, and that's the only one I had. That's so great. That is exactly it. No, he would be. Uh, there's, there is definitely. Uh, what is it called? There's a type of bondage where you're like trying to escape. It's like they call it. Oh, I can't remember. It's like Houdini something escape or poo. like that. Yeah, it's like a, it's basically like there's there's. Yeah, Wait, did you and say like, it's called Houdini? So, it, it's it's something like like I can't remember something like that. But it's like escape. They call, I can't remember, but yeah, it like breaks it all down of different types of, you know. The book that I was reading about bondage made sure to specify that the restraints that are discussed in this book are not intended for somebody who is one of your Houdini submissives who is trying to escape. These are for people who are uh, uh, agreeing to the, like, who are like surrendering themselves, like, here you go. It's time gonna take up. me time to accept this. Really? See, I, that's it. Yeah. It's like, ah. But they but say I will. that there's yes. Mm-hmm. They say there's a a a. They call it the ninety nine one rule. That ninety percent of people will understand this on yeah. some level. Will yeah. be like, okay, I get that. Sure. There's nine people who like will adamantly be like, nope, I don't fucking get that. That is so 
not for me not and normal weird or, and well, not yeah. normal. Mm-hmm. And then there's the one of the hundred who will take advantage of that, oh. you know, because anytime there is a power differential, there is opportunity for that to be exploited. Hmm. Okay. Well, good to know anyway. Damn, I really absorbed a lot from that book because that I, nice. I, I like just gave you that like verb, like verbatim what the books are. Yeah, like, you must have been I'm, tied I'm, down while you read it. Yeah, man. So I was, was like, like wow, I was really interested in this material because I really, really remember I was watching Shark Tank yesterday and there was a um, product that they were pitching um, that basically was like an adult swaddle. I, I mean, huh. it was... It kind of looked like, like a that. sleeping bag. Yeah, and I think you would because it I was... Think, I think I would. That same concept of a weighted blanket, but without the weight. It was just constriction rather than Yep, heaviness. I'm into this. Yeah. <laughs> totally into this. It's called Sleep Hug or Hug Sleep. Yeah. So I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. Yes. That is so funny. Maybe you can get... But then you get all material. hot and bothered instead of like going to sleep. No, I think I, I think it would it would it would like soothe you. Soothe me. Soothe the savage beast. Yeah. It's almost like like I yeah, for sure. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Inter- you know, people are interesting. They sure are, and I think we just like we should never stop exploring ourselves. We should never deny the things that bring us joy or pleasure as long as they we are engaging in um consensual relationships things that don't hurt anybody else in you know a way that they do not want to be hurt and um you know i think that coming in with a non-judgmental stance even towards our own preferences and just having a curiosity about things and exploring that we can learn a lot about ourselves and really grow and i think in accepting the thing those kind of things it leads to feel like self-confidence and that that uh carries on into other areas of your life mhm okay couldn't yeah. hurt yeah I feel That's like everybody sure. in the, I'm going to say it one more time, kink community would agree with that too. Oh my God. <laughs> this show brought to you by the kink community. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's funny. Let's find it down. Let's. Oh, Whoa. man, that went by fast. You know, time flies when you're talking about When you're kinks. all horny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was just here. To, I was just going to talk about, uh, you know, if I'm dating or who I'm going to date and all that stuff. And then I was like, might as well tell you everything that's going on in the bedroom. You sure did, but of course I'm doing this. Nobody's with me. It's just all there's. It's like all happening in my own head and alone. So yeah, what you what you crave or desire, I get it. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we we learned we both desire for people to stop buying word art. Oh, we definitely do. We um, also do are terrified of lantern flies, spotted <laughs> lantern flies. They're giving us the heebie-jeebies, and you got to kill them. We learned a lot about Sarah's sexual proclivities. Even if you didn't want to. And we now know the difference between kink and fetish. Which I just don't get. Why? I really don't because of what I said about how, like, I didn't think that there was anything that was considered necessary for anyone to climax. Like... Fit manual, like physical stimulation alone would be 
enough? Well, you, you, not necessarily, but that you could change it up. You might think about this one time or this another time. Or oh, I don't even think so. Think, you might not think about... Um, I think for some people it's set in there. Like, I think about your BTK guy. What about him? Well, I don't know. That, like, you <laughs> talked to him. You, like, you know, didn't, it doesn't, wasn't there an element of, like, there was a sexual element to that? Of course. Yeah, but I didn't, I don't know whether or not it's mandatory for him. I to... feel like it might be mandatory for him. Okay. Ooh, well, I want to know that answer to that question. I don't think we're going to find out. <laughs> oh, fuck. But, you know. Tune in next time hope. to see if we find out the answer. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but there's an oil spill, there's an invasive bug, and there was a friggin' eagle on the loose. So a lot of environmental yeah. chaos this week. Chaos. That's right. <sighs> Sounds like somebody needs a weighted blanket. <laughs> or a big snuggie. Yeah. Uh, what did you call it? Something hug. <clears throat> yeah. Sleep hug. Yep. Sleep hug. And huh. don't forget to leave us a review and tell a friend. And uh, check out our merch and see if you like anything. Yes. Oh, those backpacks are so cute. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.